Welcome to Inside Motorsport. Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we've got a recent winner from the Think Desert Rally. Uh, a winner on debut, in fact, we're right in saying uh, Mark Dutton of Team uh, 18, not Team 18, I'm sorry, Triple Eight, um, otherwise known as Amp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome Thanks anyway, me, Mark. Thank you. Tri- triple Eight. So, winner on debut. Triple Amp Racing. Yes, Think on, on, uh, on debut. Um, with uh, obviously uh, Toby Price Motorsport. The entry is Toby Price, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah. So Toby, Toby Price, uh, Toby's has got his his, his his brand, Toby Price Motorsports. So uh, that that was was the entrant that we we're under. Um, yeah, and uh, tagged along. They they uh, I was lucky enough that they let me be part of the team. Which um, in itself is I don't know how how usual is it to have three on board. I mean, obviously that piece of uh, Toby's is uh, got plenty of room. It looks like. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it is quite room. It's a it's a huge beast of a thing. But uh, funnily enough, the uh, there's a bigger version. So the ones the the top class in America they reckon is about 25% bigger truck. So that would be uh, pretty spectacular to see. I haven't seen one of them in the flesh. But uh, no, I'm not too sure. I didn't see too many others with uh, with dual uh, navvies. Um, uh, entered so yeah I was yeah as I said I was I was very fortunate that uh, to be given the opportunity. So Joseph Winning is it Winning? Yeah, yeah. Is that his name? I, I call him Joseph Winning because he uh, is a good charm. And he's a competitor in Fink and has been for a while, or is he made Toby that he roped in as well? Yeah, so he um he's a bit of a specialist in the truck. So he he's American. So he came over specifically for it. So. What uh, what a legend he, he um, had to go through. Obviously the quarantine, etc. Um, he came out a bit early because they weren't sure when the truck would turn out turn up. So no, he, he had a, a decent stint. I think it was from memory two months um, away from home for the event. So um, hats off to, to Joe. Did a did a fantastic um, you know stint and, and a lot of you know personal sacrifice to be out here. But then he's he's Technical knowledge about the uh, the trucks was was fantastic. So uh, he's got a lot of experience in in truck racing uh, in the states, and uh, and also he's been out here a few times um, with with Toby and and with some other crews. Just um, just yeah, helping and, and sharing his knowledge. He's a he's a really good guy. He was a, a definitely a massive asset to the to the team. Good to hear. Now you did have one problem, I think, overheating. Is that just the last day, or did it? for a few days no that was just the the last day uh with the engine overheating so um when we first rolled out the truck for a bit of a shakedown um had a bit of a power steering issue with that with that overheating so we got on top of that um and then it ran fairly faultlessly from from alice to to think um with just uh a fuel pump playing up a little bit towards the end but that that wasn't a major um but no, in uh, Joe and Toby's return, a hundred k out from the finish line with um, with a comfortable lead, yeah, the uh, the engine water started overheating. Um, totally out of the blue, we'd had we'd had zero issues with it before. Um, so then they um, they backed it off to try and sort of conserve and and look after the engine. Um, but then um, then Josh in P2. Um, caught up with them basically, and they said they saw the the headlights on their tail and went, oh, "Okay, boys, it's uh, 
it's sort of win it or bin it now. Let's uh, let's just go for it. Of course, next time you're uh, chatting with Toby, that you could tell him he's the John Thirties of the Think Desert. <laughs> Mate, he is such a legend. He was you you would have thought he was a, a Hollywood A-lister with the uh, the the intense crowd around him. Whether it was you know three-year-old kids to uh, to old tough-looking bikies to women to everyone in between. Um, he was just an absolute superstar, and he he, um, he he gave his time until he basically signed every single person's thing um, on the on the Friday night. They have a an open scrutineering where the cars get scrutinized, and uh, and then the fans are allowed to come through. And um, yeah, he was he was absolutely mobbed, and it was it was fantastic just how generously he gave all his time for all yeah. You know, Every single selfie you could imagine, and just uh, yeah, didn't stop for a bite to eat or a drink. Um, yeah, didn't have a drink of water for the first two and a half hours, and uh, and and yeah, clearly over easily over three hours of just making sure everyone uh, got their got their little moment to to meet the superstar legend. He he has got a, a manner about him too, isn't he? He's such a personable character who seems genuinely excited about everything he every challenge he takes and very humble at the same time even though he is a superstar couldn't agree more very, very well said yeah super humble time for everyone um yeah you, you never see him thinking that he looks oh sorry that he's better than anyone else or any different he's just one of the lads um really enjoying what he's doing but the flip side is um which i think probably people don't see as much is he's a, he's a super serious competitor. Um, yeah, he can have fun along the way, but yeah, he's, he's not there for she'll be right, mate. We'll see how we go. He, uh, no, he's dotting eyes, crossing T's. He's putting everything in place, um, uh, to, to make sure that he's in the best position to be winning. You know, it's not, um, it's not just a relaxed, yeah, let's just turn up to compete and, and see how it goes. So, um, which I love, you know. You, you want to be there with someone who's who's ultra professional, but can enjoy it as well. So it was, um, yeah, it was really, really fun and and enjoyable to be to be part of the team. And that style of racing, so different to what you normally do. The only little bit of racing I've done, funnily enough, is in off road racing. Rugby union was my passion uh, as a youngster, and then uh, yeah, I've been fortunate enough with a couple of mates to throw me in uh, a trophy truck for a tiny little stint as a navvy before the before the thing broke down and then um and then also uh i drove a pro class buggy in um in a little short course event just up in caboolture that uh was put together and so that was that was a lot of fun but um no nothing uh nothing like this before nothing that serious your your taste buds have been wetted. Uh, Toby has the habit of uh, going over a Aristaca wherever it's running in the world, South America or South Africa. Do you think you could do that one day? Oh, that'd be a dream come true, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's it's such an iconic race. Obviously, it runs a slightly different course these days than than back in the day, I believe. But um, yeah, how cool would that be? Like. Yeah, there's there's some pretty big bucket list races, and uh, if you could get to one of those, there's uh, as long as I could get there with work and 
every other commitment, then uh, there is zero chance I'd turn that down. I, I was nearly roped into it to uh, write and direct um, a video. Bruce Garland. Okay, yeah. Yeah, through various people like uh, Nigel, uh, Black Nigel from Sydney and various other people. I, they were trying to talk me into going. And uh, I mean, I didn't have a foot on the aeroplane or anything like that, but I seriously considered it for a while and then re- then realised that, no, nah, I don't think... <laughs> This is about 10, 15 years ago. It was it was something I considered. I thought, gee, you'd only do it once, wouldn't you? I mean, if you had to do it, you could do it. You know? <laughs> anyway. No, I reckon it would be pretty spectacular. Yeah, so that sort of bookended your uh, your time before Darwin. Um, you were a bit busy and, and then you went up there and obviously uh, you can't be having that much input into the team because they succeeded, didn't they? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it shows uh, how uh, how unneeded I am. So uh, I'm probably retire now. Um, uh, no, no, it was it was it was good to turn up. Obviously, uh, yeah, the time with Toby was spectacular. There was myself and uh, Nick Petrons, also from Triple Eight, who's uh, who's uh, an excellent mechanic who's done everything from uh, Red Bull F1 to to rally cars to to supercars and everything in between. So. The two of us, uh, yeah, when we joined with yeah, Toby Price and and the whole crew, that was that was pretty special. Um, and then he went home to Brizzy and stayed there. I, I went home for I think half a day it was, and then yeah, flew up with the with the T8 mob to to Darwin. And then um, yeah, we actually had a few too many issues on Friday practice that we weren't too happy with. Um, yeah, they'd had a test day while I was away, which ran faultlessly. And then, uh, then to have some niggles at the start of uh, Friday P1 was was not pleasant. But uh, like anything, you keep your composure and work through it. Uh, then to to be to be in an excellent position, obviously with Shane for race one, and then have the wheel nut issue that uh, that further compounded the, the the start of the weekend not being ideal. But um, no, we uh, yeah we addressed those issues overnight, and then had. Uh, not a perfect Sunday because perfect is, yeah, first and second in qualifying, first and second in each race. But uh, definitely, um, yeah, first and third in both races on Sunday is is nothing to to take for granted. Yeah, we were, we were super excited to be able to achieve that. Were you finding that uh, setups that you'd put in the years past because you were on a very different tyre than you'd had before? Craig, uh, um, rather uh, Shane. Wax lyrical about tyre. Several times I saw him to camera talking about, you know, how enjoyable the tyre was with grip and it didn't seem to fall off a cliff and all those things. Did you find that you were able to go into your, your box of tricks and find things that, that has worked and has worked again? Uh, I mean, you always refer to things, but uh, for sure with the test day pre, uh, pre-Darwin, you know, we had some, some new tricks actually, and so not tricks, but some new setup directions and, and some things that, uh, yeah, we were – we were developing and working on. Um, you know, the car is you know, constant evolution. Um, so no, we had some, we had some new ones, but then like anything, you just you apply your your previous knowledge of you know, your canvas, your springs, your everything in between, um, and just trying to nail it so quickly with tire pressures. Even with the fact that you got minimum tire pressures, um, particularly in qualifying, you still want to find the sweet spot. So. Um, the engineers did a did a fantastic job of that. Um, yeah, we still yeah we still didn't nail qualifying. Um, yeah, there's still room to improve, that's for sure. Um, but no, overall, 
it was it was exciting. We we didn't think the deg was going to be super high there, just because the the track surface is is so awesome in Darwin. All right. Well, uh, next stop uh, Townsville, and you must be looking forward to going to a track, uh, a street track. It's been a while since you've been to one of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the things that that you know that um, it'll be you'll be on the same tyre there you were last year, won't you? Won't you be? Yeah, that's that's right. They're not putting the uh, the super soft there. Um, Townsville has awesome racing, although it would be like anything, it'd be interesting to to mix it up a, a little bit more. But uh, as far as I know, that's not on the cards. All right. Well, Mark, well, thank you very much for joining us. It was certainly interesting to hear about the Fink Rally, a different side to uh, general manager of Triple uh, Eight Racing. Um, you uh, you certainly, <laughs> I, I, I must just tell our listeners at the start of our conversation, it turns out that Mark not only has competed in the, in the uh, biggest desert race in Australia and manages the most successful race team in supercars in Australia, but on top of all this, he, his wife and his three children, Four children, although the youngest doesn't help too much. He's only three. <laughs> you need a nail bag, man, don't you? Even a nail bag. They're building a new house. Yeah. Of course they are. Right in the middle of all this, they're building a new house. Yeah. We designed it as well. <laughs> not a long move, though, is it? It's not a big move? No, no, no. It's, it's literally two minutes around the corner. We're just... Uh... We like I like designing things, so uh, yeah, we've we've designed it and uh, with it with the help of a friend as well, and uh, yeah, we're we're doing that just to keep ourselves crazy. Roland loves giving me stick about it as well, so thanks thanks for mentioning it, mate. You, I, I'm, you've thrown me under the bus completely. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark, well uh, we better let you get back to your family of four or five, and uh, thank yeah. you very much for joining us on Inside uh, Motorsport. We'll catch up with you. I think next time I'll see you will probably at Winton, and uh, this time I'm pretty sure it'll go ahead, given that the COVID yeah. things will work out. So thank you for joining us on Inside Motorsport, Mark Dutton. Thanks for your time, man. Thank you. Cheers. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.